Well, welcome to the follow-up podcast. My name is Hayden. I am the worship director here at Arbor Church, and today I am joined by Allison Oconee, our community care pastor, and Cliff Tatama, our interim pastor and speaker from Sunday. So, if you haven't been with us, then you probably don't know that we're in changes, uh, both literally and as a sermon series. Um, <laughs> Cliff, you did it so well yesterday. Um, but let's hear it again. What is what was your elevator pitch you used yesterday for changes? You, you talked about the changes we're going through. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, that we are looking at uh, stories of biblical characters whose lives were changed so that we can pull from them principles with which to live our own lives. Mm-hmm. There you go. I love it. Yep. And I think I even <laughs> had life of faith in there somewhere. Whoa, yeah. whoa. Extra yeah. credit. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Really going the next level here. So yesterday we spoke about John the Baptist. Um, Was this someone that you were really looking forward to talk about? Or uh, I don't know. I don't think we've asked you yet if there was like the one character that really started getting the ball rolling on Hmm. this series. Was oh, there that's one? That's interesting. Oh yeah. Was there one that was like, "This is the one I have to do," and the rest I can just make it work. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You know, I think um, I'm not sure when we first okay. talked that's about it. That's a great it, question. It is though. a good question. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it was Lazarus because okay. I was thinking of this huge change that he had, which yep. is why why we led with that one. But yeah. man, the more you think about it. Mm-hmm. I think the more characters mm-hmm. come to your mind yeah. that would fit mm-hmm. that, you know? Yep. And so it's just it's just taking a little slightly different view to say mm-hmm. what principles are we learning from their lives, you know? Yeah. But uh and then for me, I like it's fun to look at the ones that are a little bit unique, mm-hmm. you know? And to me, uh John the Baptist was very unique as very a character, unique. as yeah. a person, but also uh to focus on that part of him that uh, his his doubting when when yeah. everything else you read mm-hmm. about him is so incredibly complimentary and as though he's a guy that had it dialed yeah. in from the time before he was born. Yeah, and then uh, which to me is a great relief, honestly, mm-hmm. to see that a guy like that could mm-hmm. have doubts. That yeah. is so encouraging to me. Yeah. So anyway, that's why I was excited about this yeah. one because. Uh, um, just that thought, that that question he asked, are you the coming one mm-hmm. or should we look for another? Mm-hmm. Uh, was just so, it just kept going through my head and going through my head and going through my head. Yeah. Man, what what all that said about what was mm-hmm. going on inside of I him. I know, man. I feel like he was so despondent. Yes. And uh, I mean, it breaks my heart to hear him ask that. Because yes. as you said, from before his birth, he recognized Christ, yep. you know, recognized Jesus as the Messiah. And then to have that moment of doubt where it was like, well, things aren't going the way that I actually thought they would, or this was a curveball, mm-hmm. or I just, you know, wouldn't see the Messiah, uh, you know, getting me to this point yeah. where I'm in jail. Right. And, I mean, his life was in danger. Yes. And he just lost it yeah. <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Lost his faith. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Questioned it. Questioned it. Questioned yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and the irony to me is he didn't lose his faith in God. Mm-mm. He just questioned whether or not Jesus was the fulfillment of that. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, because he said, or should we look for another? Yeah. In other words, I still believe the prophecy. Yeah. There's still going to be a Messiah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you're the one. I thought yeah. you were, <laughs> but I'm not sure you are anymore. It's yeah. heartbreaking. Oh, terribly, heartbreaking. terribly. But mm-hmm. now it also gives us, I believe, more um, um, understanding of a lot of the Pharisees and the others yeah. who were so convinced that it was going to be a political kingdom that the Messiah yeah. would come yeah. and fulfill. Yeah. And I think John got stuck in that. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he's thinking, come on, you know, uh, you need to take care of these guys, these wicked, and put them in their place. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is talking about a heavenly kingdom that ultimately will come, and uh, and His will will be done on earth yeah. as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. And when that takes place, all of the rest of those things are start going to fall in line. But up until then, Jesus kept talking about the heavenly kingdom, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and I think John's going, how about a little of, little of it right now, which would get me free? Yeah, let's start here. <laughs> yeah. Let's start here. Yeah, yeah. start here with yeah. me. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. which is what we all do, isn't it? Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think besides that, right, where he, he says, should we look for another? I was a little shocked to see John the Baptist on the list because I, when I think about John the Baptist, I think of someone who could have changed but chose not to, right? Right, he could have he could have denounced his faith, or or maybe been a little bit less upfront about it, and maybe not have gotten himself killed. Right, he oh. ended up dying because he was very adamant about what he believed, and he wasn't his message wasn't the warmest, gentlest message that he was <laughs> preaching. Right, <laughs> like when I think of John the Baptist, I think of someone who is like unapologetically themselves. Right, absolutely, and um, so I think it was very interesting hearing the message of, okay, I would have never thought to throw John the Baptist on this list, but I thought that you did a very um, a very interesting choice, and I think that you you brought it out well, the changes that went through. Um, when did when did he get added to your list when you were putting together hmm. this series? I actually don't know. Oh, you don't know? Okay. No, I don't. I think it was like a second batch, though, right? Yes. Because you did them in batches. And there were some easy first right. A-listers. Yeah, right. I think he was kind of a B-lister, maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah I, I'm not actually sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, but, you know, you've, so I've taught on him before, yeah. right? Or at least on, on, on the baptism of Jesus and, and all of that. So, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I think a lot of them, maybe it was because I'm thinking of, the changes they went through, yeah, and how they apply to us. So different people popped up mm-hmm. for different reasons, you know. Yeah, and um, yeah, okay. which is why. Yeah. Well, you were quite the hog of characters because my <laughs> job this last week, <laughs> I'm speaking in a couple weeks, yeah. and so Cliff had already like punched out all of his list mm-hmm. of who he was going to talk about. So then it was my job over the last week or so to like come up with someone else so like scoured Mm -hmm. scripture went every page through every character and kept hitting on like nope cliff's got that one nope (laughs) cliff's got that one nope so anyhow yeah so remind me um what is what was the the core takeaway from john's story that jesus changes our view which is super easy to see with John's story, right? Because yes. Jesus interacted with him. Yeah. Um, 
I guess, you know, I don't, sometimes we get into trouble when we try and make the Bible relevant to our day and age, but what would be a modern day example oh. of a John the Baptist? Yeah. I, I, um, wow. I think, let me try to answer that this yeah. way and mm-hmm. I'm, because I'm not sure exactly how to align yeah. those, but uh, John, who loved God, mm-hmm. developed a viewpoint yeah. of the Messiah that was not accurate. Mm. And so uh, when he asked the question, he went to the right place with the question, right? Yeah. And to me, I think that was yeah. one of the things I really wanted to emphasize yeah. through it is when we have questions, go to Jesus for the answers. Mm-hmm. But then the way Jesus answered him changed his perspective completely. Yeah. So the way I would apply that is I have developed opinions at times about people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can remember having a person in my life that was um, was very easy for me to have mm-hmm. developed, developed opinions about this person. Yeah. And everything they did seemed to buttress my opinion about mm-hmm. them, right? Yeah. And then I started going to Jesus with that and saying, and how do you see this person? And oh my goodness, mm-hmm. he completely changed my view of that person. And I think that's what he wants to do with us when we go to him is to say, hey, do you have my view of that? Yeah. And so really the the underlying story of this to me, that storyline is we all need our view changed on different things. Mm-hmm. And the place to go to have that done, even when even when we don't necessarily want it. In this particular case, I'll, I'll refrain from any names or anything. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I didn't necessarily It was want. me. It was <laughs> me, right? It was me. Yeah, yeah. And I said, Jesus, I don't know what to do about Allison. And <laughs> She's trouble. Said, She's me, just trouble. Let me show you how I see her. <laughs> and uh, But it changes everything. Mm-hmm. And I could no longer look at that person that way, even though... The evidence of their behavior seemed to align. And that was John's case. Mm. He's looking at what's going on. He's going, it's not lining up with how I see it taking place. Are you sure you're the one? Mm. And Jesus comes back and says, now let me show you why I am. Mm. So you can see it from my perspective. Yeah. If we could see things from his perspective, wow, how it mm. changes who we are and how we live. So that's mm. my big thing there. Yeah. Do you think there was any sort of um, caution with John for the fact that the Messiah was his cousin? You know, I've I've wondered about that. Yeah. I've wondered if that gave him a sense of having no problem sending his disciples to ask the question. Yeah. Or um, how how that played into it. Yeah. I don't know. I my guess is if it played into it in any way. Yeah. It might have increased his potential irritation about him not yeah. solving things the way he <laughs> yeah. thought it should, just because yeah. my guess is there was a little more familiarity there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I don't, it's one thing that, you know, there's certain things in the Bible you would love to have more information on. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I've wondered, these, they're in all likelihood, ostensibly, yep. they're cousins. Yeah. So when Mary's pregnant, and she finds out that Elizabeth's pregnant, she mm-hmm. goes to visit Elizabeth and spend some time with her. Yeah. So wouldn't it be natural once they both have their babies for them to find ways and times to spend time together? Yeah. It seems to me that would be natural that they may have grown up playing together yeah. to some extent. At the very least, right? Yeah, yeah. right. 
But we don't know about that. And yeah. We don't know how much of that or how long that might have gone on. Or mm-hmm. I was thinking about Jesus showing up in the temple at 12 <laughs> yeah. and wondering, I wonder if old John, John the Bee was around there at that yeah. time. <laughs> well, and I, I, I asked the same question because I think it's there's there's a side of Jesus that we don't get to learn about, right? And that's we we really don't know a lot about growing up Jesus or even like Jesus at family outings or reunions. Um obviously we get to we get to hear somewhat from James, the brother of Jesus, right? Um but I'm I'm curious because Jesus is obviously a lot different than the humans that he is surrounded by and I'm curious, you know, for James or cousin John in this situation, um, if there is a little bit of resentment of like the perfect child, Jesus, like always doing the right thing, always being the one that but the parents I think talk he, about. He even still, I, I'm sure he was yeah. sinless as a kid, you know, cause he <laughs> yeah. was sinless period. Exactly. But he, it also said he grew in stature and in favor with men. Yeah. So that meant when he was small, mm-hmm. um, and he had growing to do stature yeah. wise, there must have been a starting place also for the favor. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then to grow mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. So. Well, it's just it's just so funny that we have this famous biblical character in John the Baptist, but yeah. like at the family outings, he's always going to be second fiddle, you know, because he's not <laughs> Jesus. Right? Well, and he's like that wild cousin too, that everybody's yeah. got one of those in their family too. Well, he's so. the desert sage, right? Like yeah. this wise dude that was yeah. eating bugs and yeah. didn't he's get haircuts. Dirty all the time and eating right. wild yeah. honey or whatever I'm picturing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dipping his hand into the honey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. True. Yep. I don't know what that yeah. would have been like. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> But he definitely did have that access, um, you know, when he said, sent the question ahead, Mm -hmm. like, hey, are you the one? Definitely, I think Jesus would have prioritized um, a message coming in from Mm -hmm. John the B, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah. Yeah, you know, just as you're picturing these things in your mind and trying to kind of see them, uh, I've thought of that with because Jesus is, in the process of healing people and, and his ministry is really going big time. Yeah. And when they come up for him to say, go back and tell John what you hear and mm-hmm. what you see. Now I'm going to tell you what you hear, mm-hmm. you know, the blind walk and the, and the, uh, I mean the blind walk. But yeah. Hopefully the blind can see when they walk now. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so do the lame, the lame right. see. You know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. he, uh, you know, uh, Jesus is saying, here's, here's all that I'm, I'm doing that John needs to know about and mm-hmm. how that fits. Yeah. But he always does things so uniquely. And I think that's the other part to me. If we don't realize that he is probably going to operate in ways that are different than what we think. Mm -hmm. If we could just get that in our mind to start with, we would be a whole lot less surprised. And I think often not nearly as disappointed because we would realize he's just going to do it a different way. It's his modus operandi. Mm-hmm. Right, he just does things, and I think in part it's because of who he is, and the and the uh, the view with which he sees us and life and eternity and time. But um, I know that if I could just relax in his getting it done his way, it would save me a lot of pain sometimes, mm-hmm. and mostly the kind of pain that John had. Are you are you in this? Mm-hmm. How come this is going on? Are you are you involved in this? You know, 
And where mm. are you at here? Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, so, sorry, I want you to remind me one more time of that that main takeaway that you had said. Um, well, that Jesus is going to change our view or our perspective is the word I used. And, yes. And when he changes our perspective, he also changes our expectations. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, with... Um, really, I think this is... Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the only character that we really get to see the ending and the full arc of what happens after their change from Jesus, correct? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, and, I mean, one of the things that, at least for me with John the mm-hmm. Baptist, is sometimes it can be a little bit not as satisfying as you would like to hear, right? You'd like to see Jesus comes into someone's life, and then it's just a list of accolades and accomplishments yeah. and, like, they went out and did all of this, but I think the, I guess, tragi- tragedy of John the Baptist is yeah. he served his purpose, right? And I don't think that he probably had too many qualms about the job that his life was going to accomplish, right? Um, but it is kind of sad to, to, I mean, I think especially for Jesus, right, to know where his cousin's life was leading. And I think that... Um, I think this can be one of the more challenging characters to look at, right? Because in the vagueness of Lazarus, we don't know what he does afterwards, right? Like we can imagine the green grass on the other side of his resurrection, but it's I think it's a little bittersweet with John the Baptist, don't you think, of he didn't go off and do all these amazing things. He didn't write us letters that we get to read about in the future. We really get to see his life was kind of marked with tragedy. After that change, which is, I think, you know, realistic to an extent, right? Yeah. Well, and it's one of those deaths that is complicated because it ends with like a horror. Yeah. um, Which takes away a lot of dignity from the Mm -hmm. person because sometimes death is, you know, can be um, shrouded in like beauty and like nobility and like, wow, there Mm -hmm. was such a good purpose for the death yeah um for him to be paraded around on a platter his head was on a platter Mm -hmm. and it was at the whim of a selfish or what we imagine to be a selfish um immature demand Mm -hmm. um for that to happen it just seems so undignified and horrific so um yeah it's a problematic ending but (laughs) it's still even is part of the story yeah. of that time. Mm-hmm. I, I would actually go so far as to suggest it was God's grace. Yeah. Okay. And the reason I would say that is here he is in prison mm-hmm. and he's beginning to have these doubts. Yeah. And so he sends his disciples. Jesus sends an answer back yeah. that absolutely resolves that in John's mind. Mm-hmm. There'd be no question that when he got that answer back that John would go, okay, I may not be able to figure it out, mm-hmm. but thank you. I now know you are that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And I now know that because of the way your ministry is going, yeah. I did my job. Mm-hmm. So when they came in to say, guess what, buddy? Your day is done, mm-hmm. which happened not that long afterwards. No. Mm-hmm. He was able to go, yep, it is. Yeah. And he didn't know that his head was on no. a platter. So no. he didn't yes. know that part yeah. of it. We right. do. Yeah. Right. 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 So yeah, he probably closed out with satisfaction and yeah. peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I think so. So that yeah. when they said that in that brief few moments mm-hmm. from the time that he got informed, the time that they took his head off, mm-hmm. uh, that that he could feel like he didn't think like, oh no, I didn't fulfill my mission. Wait a mm-hmm. minute. Yeah, I think he could feel like it's done, and I get mm-hmm. to go to glory, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, take it off. Yeah, you know, and uh, it, it did impact Jesus. We know mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because when he got the news that they'd done that to him. He wanted to get away to a quiet place with his disciples. Yeah. He wanted some time to just decompress with that. So we know yeah. he had a great affinity for John mm-hmm. the Baptist. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of a cool thought, too, that they had that yeah. deeper connection, you know. Mm-hmm. And well, that familiarity. Yeah. Go ahead, Hayden. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, we saw with we saw with Jesus, like he he wept and felt those emotions for Lazarus, right? Yes even though he knew what he, what was going to happen with that story and that i think obviously there's there's a lot of the bible that we wish was included right like i would have loved to see the humanity of jesus after hearing about that news right cuz i can't imagine someone who obviously has love for everybody on earth but it's going to be a little different when it's your cousin a part of your family that you're hearing about and to know deeply know who this person is and what they're capable of and knowing that their life was going to be cut short and sure they're going to be reunited in heaven and with with God and and obviously there's going to be a reunion at some point but we don't really get to see what Jesus was experiencing right and what that feeling was like and I imagine he would have loved to have John the Baptist as one of his 12 you know going around with him but I think that's what's just it's a it's a complicated story with John the Baptist. It's, yes, I think what I really am, am feeling with this is, I th- I think that um, the tragedy of his life doesn't take away from what we can learn from him, but it still is a tragedy nonetheless, yeah. right? Yeah, both things can be true. Exactly. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, and I don't know, I don't know of a believer mm-hmm. if they're really being honest with themselves that haven't experienced some of that doubt. Yeah. And and I guess the thing I'm so thankful for to God is that he would allow John to go through that. Yeah. John. Because he could have allowed a lot of other people to go through that, which they did anyway, mm-hmm. but we could look at those people and have a completely different view. Yeah. But when he allowed John the Baptist to go through that, it's so nor it should so mm-hmm. normalize it for us mm-hmm. that we shouldn't need to hide it. Mm-mm. We should be able to say, I, I'll tell you what, right now, I've just got to go to Jesus because I'm confused by this. Yeah. I'm upset by this. Instead of feeling like we got to hide that and pretend everything's okay, yeah. which is what too often happens in church. And so mm-hmm. to me, the idea of the changes here is what needs to change in us Mm-hmm. is that we can normalize this and yeah. come alongside of each other in it and seek mm-hmm. Jesus in it and yeah. get past it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just instead of looking at each other like, well, what is wrong with your faith? <laughs> go, yeah, they're kind of like John the Baptist, okay? Yeah. Well, and to remember, like, we we, ha- we have a seat here for you, even if you're mm-hmm. in a period of doubt. Like, yes. you can belong before you believe kind of thing Mm -hmm. you know like there's still space here in the community i think a lot of people ghost the church Mm -hmm. and its people when they go through a period of 
doubting or a hardship. Yeah. And that isolation is really difficult. Yeah. Um, but I also understand it's hard to feel like you can show up to a place where you're not fully um, aligned yeah. in your in your spirit yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but like going to the word, you were saying like, go to Jesus, go to the word. And I also would encourage people to like, go to the people, go to the community, mm-hmm. like continue yes. to um, tie in. Because um, isolation doesn't do a great job no, for no. that period of time either. No, John the Baptist didn't have a choice. He was in prison. No, but even he could still reach out, right? That's Which true. is by sending his disciples. Right. So he didn't stay isolated to himself. That's true. Which, you're right, is is not a healthy place to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes matters worse sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as we continue this series, because I believe we'll be ending right before July, correct? Right. Yes. Um, is there um, is there more stories um, kind of in the vein of, of John the Baptist where it's not uh, the changes any less than Lazarus, right? Obviously with Lazarus, we saw quite the physical change that led to the mental change. Um, would you say that the, the rest of these messages are going to skew more towards... Um, Similar to John the Baptist or more towards uh, Lazarus? Huh. I don't know. What's Ruth going to look like? <sighs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I dibbed Ruth, but yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah. Side side angle here or side <laughs> sidebar. Yeah. I almost went with um, Jesus commissioning the disciples in Matthew 10. Mm. He called them all... I, I pictured them all like gathering around and yeah. he was like, Hey, you guys, I'm going to send you all out two by two. And you're going to like heal the sick and raise the dead and yeah. do all the things now go. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about what a change that was for Ooh. all of them Ooh, to have mm-hmm. this new job assignment and yeah. this new job description mm-hmm. handed yeah. to them. Um, but I, I went with Ruth instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's not so much about her personality changes or her mm-hmm. faith changes yeah. as much as it is all the things that happened in her life, yeah. which I feel is very relatable to the people yeah. since 2020. We've mm-hmm. all had tremendous change foisted on us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, you know, maybe it doesn't impact our personality or our faith as much, but boy, mm-hmm. we've had to learn how to pivot. Yeah. Yeah. So we will be looking at, people like like that yeah <laughs> and like uh like we'll be looking at demon possession yeah and then we'll be looking at uh the water getting mighty high mm. and uh and next sunday we're going to be looking at a couple of different people mm-hmm. that were kind of thrown into one piece but we're going to be looking at the at the two words that may be two of the most important words in the bible mm. yeah I had to like a Let's couple. Let's play a game. Yeah, what I, do you I was think like, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not giving. It I up. was trying to figure out. I'm like, follow me comes up. Also, yeah. I am. You're comes forgiven. Up. You're forgiven. You're forgiven. Yeah. You're loved. <laughs> the, all of those sound good, and yeah. that's not any of them. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll let people just ruminate on those two that's words as should. we close up the podcast. Is there anything else uh, we forgot to mention or touch on before I close this out? I'll take that sigh as a no. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for uh, sitting down and talking about the message. And thank you uh, to anyone who watched or listened. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs>